amplify your career through training and development solutions specifically designed for federal government professionals. From courses to help you attain or retain certification, to individualized coaching services, to programs that hone your leadership skills and business acumen, Management Concepts optimizes your professional development. Online, in person, individually, or groups, it's training that's measurably better. Learn more at managementconcepts.com. That's managementconcepts.com. Don't you always want to be the best you can be? The Frankie Boyer Show. What is this? It's more than a lifestyle show. It's a show about living in today's world. I think something is happening. Frankie enthusiastically brings an amazing eclectic mix to the airwaves. You got that right. One of the reasons she's earned legions of loyal fans is very simple. When you listen to the Frankie Boyer Show, you just never know what's going to happen next. So listen for yourself. Here is Frankie Boyer. And welcome, welcome, welcome. And it is this time of the year when aren't you get getting like tired and the 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 grayness of the days and we're just like hopping into spring but not quite there yet and there may be burnout happening. Well, joining us today is the author of The Burnout Antidote, a spiritual guide to empowerment for empaths, overgivers, uh-huh, you know who you are out there, and highly sensitive people. And Anne Boryube is with us. Um, and Deepak Chopra wrote a quote and wrote, Anne's book is a lifetime to those who overgive in the service of others. Grounded in embodied spirituality, she guides her readers through a transformational process to access limitless wisdom and energy. Wow, wow, wow. <laughs> Thank you for having me, Frankie. I'm so happy to be here with you. <laughs> and I know that the, the book um, is, a, is a beautiful book. And we, we need to talk about it. And I know that one of your mentors and someone who you just absolutely adored was the late and amazing Wayne Dyer. Yes, yes. Wayne and I were close friends. And I know I speak for a lot of people when I say that he's changed so many people's lives. Um, he was incredibly wise and and grounded and kind. He felt like a father figure for many, many of us. And passing, um, I'm sure you can relate to that. Just I feel him so strongly um, yes. around, still very, very active from the other side. Oh, absolutely. I, I, I was, um, we had a conversation with your dear friend, uh, Nancy. And the, I think the three of it, didn't the three of us have a conversation? Am I, or am I imagining that? I thought we did, but <laughs> we were the going connection. back and forth by email. Oh, that was it. Emails. We were doing emails yeah. <laughs> and, and the connection. And I just said to the two of you in one of the emails, I think Wayne is looking down, laughing and, and just in total delight in total delight. And I was listening this morning, um, I have been going through, I don't know what it is, but the past two months or so, Wayne has been so much into, into my life again. 
after years of an absence of not really connecting with him and his work. And all of a sudden it's come back full force. And, and then I get to interview Nancy and, <laughs> and, and now you, and I'm just, and I, and I've been listening to the, 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 the audio and thank goodness we have so much audio, so much rich audio of his voice and his, his stories and his everything. Ha- he had so much humor. And I, I know. I wanna- he, yeah. He was so funny. <laughs> he was so funny and he's still very funny from the other side too. Like if you, you know, connect with him sometimes like through your own practice or through a medium he still has the exact same sense of humor. He does not take himself seriously at all. And I just love how um, his work almost amplified after he passed. Like, you know, he used to say that sometimes someone passes away because their role is going to be uh, more important from the other side, that it's time to teach from the other side for that person, that, the impact that this person is supposed to have on your life is is going to be stronger and more meaningful from the other side. And I I see that with him so much. He is he's more present for so many people now um, in a way that he can you know he can be more present. He can be present to all of us all at once. So oh, absolutely, special. yeah, very special. This book is about restoring your core, your essence, and finding emotional freedom and and thrive. And if you can talk a little bit about why do we burn out? What's going on? What are we not taking care of in our our day-to-day lives? Well, Frankie, what I've realized with my own experience and also working with clients for over a decade now is that burnout is really at its root a crisis in meaning is that we have lost the connection with our core essence, which is who we really are, who we were before we were born, and who we're going to be once we die. This essence, that this, this thread that is uh, moving through our bodies, um, we've disconnected with that pure essence of who we are. And so often, a lot of us serve other people from a place of lack or from a place of habitual uh, beliefs and values that we've acquired in our childhood or in a young adult life, from society, from our parents, our, our conditioning. And it's not coming from that direct connection with our core. And that's why we burn out. And a lot of us, um, have been of service since we were very young because it, it, we know we're here to help. We know, even with your show, right? We know we're here to bring love, to bring joy, to bring healing, to support other people. But we've been modeled how to do it. And how to do it was modeled as um, being a martyr, uh, putting ourselves second, um, you know, not having our emotional needs met before we give. What would it look like if we filled our cup and we were full before we were of service to other people, before we showed up as a guide, yes. as a healer, as a teacher? And um, so to me, it, it is a crisis in meaning. And when we lose that connection with that deep, deep soul meaning, we drain our energy. 
we burn out, we get fatigued, we get disenchanted, and sometimes we just want to kind of, you know, throw in the towel and say, I, I can't do this anymore, even though I know I'm here for this. And as a spiritual teacher, share with us some of those insights again, what we can do to free our to free ourselves. So the, the, the book is a, a, a seven-step uh, transformational process. And the first step, Frankie, is to, is to stop, that we're more tired than we realized, than we realized. And so it's hard to stop and take space and take time for ourselves, especially if we are someone who, you know, is taking care of an elderly parent or children or, you know, our job is really, really busy. But... In order to be able to uh, start the healing process and letting go of those limiting beliefs that are in the way of that connection with your core essence. And by the way, that core essence, it gives you so much energy. It gives you so much stamina when you're connected to it because it's who you really are and it's who you were meant to be in this lifetime. Yes. And so yes. when we when we have all of those um, those beliefs in the way, it's hard to, to take some space, but it's really, really important. Even if it's in my book, I talk, it could be two minutes in the morning. You take that space for breath, for contemplation, for bringing your attention inside your inner world, just for two minutes. That little space will start to create more space in your life. And then it can go all the way to taking, you know, a seven-day retreat if you'd like. And But the idea is that you can't um, heal. If your body stays in fight or flight in your daily routine that is repeating this cycle of I'm not worthy of this time, I'm not worthy of, of, of the love that's available to me, um, we do have to make um, to make some space and some time in our lives for that. And then one of the, the big, um, the center of the book, the, 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 the core of the book is really using our body as a bioprocessor of, of, of information and energy, Frankie. And I call it embodied healing, embodied leadership, embodied um, spirituality, because it has completely changed my life to, to, to be able to use my body for what it was designed to do, which is be the instrument not only for my soul, but also for the processing of all the limiting beliefs that have been ingrained in myself, in my nervous system. Yes, yes. And we have got to take a quick break, but give us the website, please. The new book is out. It's called The Burnout Antidote. A spiritual Guide to Empowerment for Empaths, Overgivers, and Highly Sensitive People. Restore Your Core Essence, Find Emotional Freedom, and Thrive. And what's the best website? It's annebezube.com, so A-N-N-E-B-E-R-U-B-E.com. We'll be right back. I'm Frankie Boyer, Stay Tuned, Biz Talk Radio. Amplify your career through training and development solutions specifically designed for federal government professionals. From courses to help you attain or retain certification, to individualized coaching services, to programs that hone your leadership skills and business acumen, Management Concepts optimizes your professional development. 
online, in person, individually, or groups. It's training that's measurably better. Learn more at managementconcepts.com. That's managementconcepts.com. What if you could have a career where the opportunities are as vast as our nation, where it's not about mission statements, but a shared mission? At U.S. Customs and Border Protection, we go beyond to protect more than borders, from ship to shore, air to ground, cities to local communities. CBP agents and officers are keeping people safe. Join U.S. Customs and Border Protection and go beyond for something far greater than yourself. Learn more at cbp.gov careers. Every day, we rise, challenging ourselves to work for what we believe in. At U.S. Border Patrol, Protecting our borders is more than a job. It's a calling. Agents answer the call, working together to keep our country and communities safe. If you are ready for a new mission, join U.S. Border Patrol and go beyond. Learn more at cbp.gov careers. Bay, welcome back, Dr. Amber Bay, spiritual teacher who helps people free themselves from the societal and parental conditioning that that is holding them back from realizing the highest calling of their soul. And you have worked with some of the greatest self-help luminaries, uh, the the late and, and wonderful Wayne Dyer, Deepak Chopra, Elizabeth Gilbert, Sir. Ken Robinson, and the list goes on. And 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 you also have a, a memoir out. Um, and I just started reading it, and it's it's so beautiful. It's called "Be, Feel, Think, Do." Thank you for yes, that. Yes, I book wrote the memoir well. before the before the burnout ended. <laughs> um, and um, you know, when I was when I was twenty three years old, I I had a near death experience in a in a near fatal car accident in Frankie, it just completely redirected the course of my life. And I would say that that was the moment that everything changed. And I remembered. Can you share <laughs> remember, a little bit about you know, that? Can, can you yeah, share a little bit um, about that? Yeah, absolutely. So um, we were coming back from golfing with friends and um, a half ton truck hit um, my car and on the impact, my liver lacerated in half and my lungs collapsed and I couldn't breathe. And when I was unconscious, I saw in front of my mind's eyes, like a movie, my life, but it wasn't the life that I was living. It was the life I was supposed to live. It was the life that I chose before I was born. And I know that now, and I have the language for it now, but at the time, all I knew is that what I was seeing and what I was feeling was more real than anything else. The love was um, multi, uh, you know, limitless and multi-dimensional. Um, it was, it just went beyond myself, beyond all my loved ones. It included the whole earth and it stayed with me. And I was only 23 years old, but it took me a few years after that to understand how I could live like that. And one of the things we spoke about a little earlier in the interview is that I had to, 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 to use my body as the processor for energy and information. I didn't realize how important this device 
all the cells in my body, my organs, my fascia, my nervous system, and, and for yeah. all of us, how it holds on to, to patterns and beliefs and emotions and trauma in a way that keeps us from being who we're meant to be, that keeps us in this burnout stage. And so the car accident and the near-death experience showed me what I was missing, what I was remembering. But a few years after that, I, I learned how. And the how is just really bringing my attention in my body and, 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 and allowing it to move. So to move the information and to move the, 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 um, the traumas that had, were stuck in my body and keeping me from, you know, from, from health, from joy, from um, fulfillment as well. Yeah. Wow. Um, in this book, you you um, you talk about the resolve. You talk about finding a way out, and and I think most people don't have that hope. They don't. They feel stuck, and they feel as though they cannot move. They're in a Comatose state. It's like when someone eats that bag of potato chips in front of the television and they realize the potato chips are gone and they didn't enjoy the bag of potato chips. <laughs> yes. No, we, um, when it's like being in a, you know, the fish in the aquarium and it doesn't know it's in the, it's, you know, it's in this in this small space until you see something else, until you experience something else. And that's why, you know, one of the things that I mentioned in the book is how important it is to change um, your environment, even just for um, a couple of hours or a day or two, so that you can see what else is possible when you take time to love yourself. A lot of us do not deeply, deeply love ourselves in the way that we're meant to. Um, Self-love is not a glass of wine with Netflix or a massage. Self-love is accepting, like Wayne would say, with no opposites, accepting yourself with no opposites, that all the parts of you, including the negative thought, the negative uh, thoughts and the shame and the guilt and the fear, all of it has to be loved. And that's one of the things I talk about in the book is looking at ourselves, meeting ourselves when we meet the inner child in the book and we see all these little pieces of ourselves that we've put aside, that we've kind of put behind our awareness because we're ashamed or we don't like or we think that we shouldn't be like that. And so the judgment we have towards ourselves really keeps us from from that deep self love, um, and then the healing, and then the you know the the going through and emerging on the other side of burnout. Um, I could talk for hours about self love because it's it's so spiritual and sacred, and I think a lot so of us who is... are in service to others um, think mm-hmm. it's selfish. <laughs> so for someone who's listening. And saying, what do you what do you mean, Anne? What do you mean by self love? What does that mean? So you know, one simple practice I talk about is a deep 
um, conscious, slow breath. And that is self-love. Because when I give myself 30 seconds to deepen my breath in through the nose and out through the mouth, deep, deep, long, exaggerated breath, I am loving myself. Because in that moment, I'm here now. I'm not in the past or in the future. I'm giving my body a chance to be in in parasympathetic as opposed to sympathetic. So that means in rest and restoration as opposed to fight or flight. And I'm giving my myself, my being, my psyche, a chance to connect with something new than the same old, same old uh, thoughts and awareness that I have every single day. So a practice of breath is self-love. Um, and it wow. doesn't sound like it, but it really, really, truly is. And that's one. There's so many others. Another one is attention. Can you place your attention to the sensations in your body where you feel an emotion? That's hard for a lot of people because we think of our emotions being in our heads and in our thoughts, but they originate in the body. So if I bring my breath and my attention to that space where I feel it at the root, I'm loving myself because I'm saying you matter. Yes, yes. This matters. This has been, oh my gosh. This has been so wonderful, Anne. I, I thank you so much. I want you to come back because we just, so much to talk about. The burnout anecdote is available right now and again. And I, I'm so grateful that you came on today. Ian Bayou Bay. And give us the best website. AnneBayoubay.com. So A-N-N-E-B-E-R-U-B-E.com. Thank you so much, Frankie. So enjoyed No, thank you. you so much. And we will be back in just a moment. I'm Frankie Boyer, BizTalk Radio. Amplify your career through training and development solutions specifically designed for federal government professionals. From courses to help you attain or retain certification, to individualized coaching services, to programs that hone your leadership skills and business acumen, Management Concepts optimizes your professional development. Online, in person, individually, or groups, it's training that's measurably better. Learn more at managementconcepts.com. That's managementconcepts.com. What if you could have a career where the opportunities are as vast as our nation, where it's not about mission statements, but a shared mission? At U.S. Customs and Border Protection, we go beyond to protect more than borders, from ship to shore, air to ground, cities to local communities. CBP agents and officers are keeping people safe. Join U.S. Customs and Border Protection and go beyond for something far greater than yourself. Learn more at cbp.gov careers. Every day, we rise, challenging ourselves to work for what we believe in. At U.S. Border Patrol, protecting our borders is more than a job. It's a calling. Agents answer the call, working together to keep our country and communities safe. If you are ready for a new mission, join U.S. Border Patrol and go beyond. Learn more at cbp.gov careers.
Welcome back. It's Frankie Boyer, BizTalk Radio, and we are absolutely obsessed, obsessed with crime stories and breaking news. And all you had to do was watch the television for the Murdoch case a few weeks ago. I mean, the obsession is so deep. It is so deep. So you all are going to absolutely love author L. Mars' new book, The Family Bones. And L, welcome, welcome, welcome. So you are number one Amazon charts bestselling author of Strangers We Know, Lies We Bury, and The Missing Sister. And you have really and truly gotten us to be hooked in, really hooked in. What is it about true crimes and and these stories that we love? Yeah, that's a great question. And thank you for having me, Frankie. I'm so excited to be here. Um, I think I think the national consciousness is is really intrigued by true crime because it's the question of what would we ourselves do in these unimaginable situations. We want to try and understand the incomprehensible. And so, you know, with any form of escapism, particularly for true crime reads or true crime literature, like um, The Family Bones, my recent release kind of dives into, um, we, I think as readers like to understand what the context was, uh, and then try and internally dig our ways out. How would we react in those situations? Which I think is always a fascinating question for everyone. Can you explain to me how you come up with the concepts and where you, where, where do you get your information and, and when did it all start for you? Truly, it's the headlines. It's it's the things that have captured all of our attention that make us rubberneck over the years, for better or for worse. I I became first uh, really captured by true crime probably around 2010 um, when some really major global cases hit the headlines. And I I thought about this case. I followed it. And it just, uh, you know, several cases. And I found myself coming back to these headlines to check in on the, the survivors um, and the perpetrators and then also the families of the perpetrators to try and um, wrap my head around the ripple effects of these crimes um, that have such uh, far-spanning consequences. Um, and I, I thought to myself, man, that would make a really – these ideas altogether, these um, umbrella effects of true crime – would make really good books. <laughs> I would read that or I would watch that. And as yeah, the landscape yeah. has really expanded, I, you know, I, I thought I would dive into that myself. And so, so what I want to ask you, this is, this is the thing. Do you know everything that's going to happen before it begins? I wish I did. I would tell my editor I do, <laughs> but I don't. I discover a lot along the way. Yeah, yeah. Now, as as we are obsessed with this, you have had um, so many amazing awards given to you. So 
your Strangers We Know was an audible, most anticipated thriller. Publishers Weekly gave a, a starred review to The Family Bone saying readers will be captivated from the very first page. That's right. I was thrilled. I was thrilled to get that uh, endorsement from Publishers Weekly and from Audible for Strangers We Know. Um, I've been very fortunate in, uh, in that readers have discovered my books and they, they seem to like them. So I'm very grateful for that. So I have to ask you, are you already done with the? Are you done with the next book? <laughs> I have finished writing it. I'm now editing it. It's called The Alone Time, The Alone Time, which comes out uh, in March 2024 and it's available for pre-order now. And um, in this new story, though, let's go back to the new book, The Family Bones. Mm-hmm. It's a tense and, and chilling story of a young woman delving into her family's shadowy legacy to determine what makes a psychopath. It's, it's just perfect for us, isn't it? <laughs> it checks a few boxes, I like to think. Now, how, how do you, I, I'm just so, I have to say, that I have a great imagination, but I marvel at your imagination. And do you watch crime television shows? Do you get inspiration from movies? Tell us a little bit about where where that place in you to create comes from. Yes, I'm, I consider myself an empathetic person. And so I, as I think a lot of creatives are, a lot of uh, creators are. And so I do watch some crime uh, genre entertainment. I do consume some of that. But sometimes I also, I take a break. I read widely and I view widely across genres um, because it, it can be overwhelming. The ubiquity of true crime these days is that um, there's a lot of real life headlines that are uh, compelling and there's a lot to take in. So sometimes I take a break, but it is, um, I have an active imagination and I blame unfettered access to cable TV as a child. Yes, and that, that <laughs> opened it up. And and um, court TV and those kinds of things, are you like, were you riveted to the, the Murdoch case? I was absolutely, yeah. Over the last year, I've been following that. And now they're they're bringing up a young body. Is that does that intrigue you? Would that wind up in a storyline at some point? Oh gosh, um, I never base my books on real events, but rather I take inspiration from an amalgam of stories because there are so many of them. And certainly, as a, I think there's an, I believe the victim Stephen Smith's death. Um, as they are coming up, I'm, I'm continuing to follow that. And if anything, I'm more fascinated by the Murdoch family and the fact that they were able to um, steer a whole community toward their family's goals for several generations. That, that to me is fascinating. And that has an echo of our in the family bones of a family of um, people so powerful or convincing that they're able to escape the law or get away with certain crimes. Um, without really being fully punished for them. And that is a, a dynamic that has been around since forever, and I don't think it's going away anytime soon. 
Yes, yes. I I would um, want people to know that you are um, your your book is available in all of the books and are movies yet. Tell me, are, are there any movies yet? No movies yet. There's a lot of discussion around film rights. There's a lot of interest, uh, but I would love to see some of my books adapted for the big screen. Oh, I bet. I bet. I I would I would think so. Um, so when did you first know you had the bug for writing? I was probably, uh, definitely a child. I wrote in my journals. I wrote about my daily activities, which were, um, very mundane. I, you know, quote, I followed Kitty around the house end quote. And I actually got into writing. I sneaked into an, an adult community of writers on Prodigy, which was a, you know, one of the original online platforms that preceded AOL, America Online. I sneaked into a writing forum for adults on Prodigy as I think a nine-year-old, and I started submitting stories, and no one knew. (laughs) No one suspected I was a a child. Uh, So I thought, well, I I must be able to write okay. Oh, that's awesome. That's great. Good for you. Good for you. And here you are. Tell everybody how they can find out more about this book that is getting rave, rave reviews. If you are looking for a book that is absolutely going to take you away. And who doesn't want to be taken away for a few hours every day? Who doesn't? The Family Bones might be that book. And give us the best website and all those good things. Thank you very much, Frankie. Everyone can find The Family Bones wherever books are sold. Uh, across Amazon, bookshop.org, Barnes and Noble, and local booksellers as well. Um, my website, lmar.com, has more information across all of my books. And I'm on all social media platforms, TikTok, Instagram, Facebook, um, and Twitter. So anyone can, can find me there and connect there. Wonderful. Thank you so much, Elle. And stay tuned. We'll be right back. I'm Frankie Boyer, Biz Talk Radio. Amplify your career through training and development solutions specifically designed for federal government professionals. From courses to help you attain or retain certification, to individualized coaching services, to programs that hone your leadership skills and business acumen, Management Concepts optimizes your professional development. Online, in person, individually, or groups, it's training that's measurably better. Learn more at managementconcepts.com. That's managementconcepts.com. What if you could have a career where the opportunities are as vast as our nation, where it's not about mission statements, but a shared mission? At U.S. Customs and Border Protection, we go beyond to protect more than borders, from ship to shore, air to ground, cities to local communities. CBP agents and officers are keeping people safe. Join U.S. Customs and Border Protection and go beyond for something far greater than yourself. Learn more at cbp.gov careers. Waiting on a tax return? Hopefully it ends up in your hands. 
Fraudulent tax returns due to identity theft increased by 30% in 2023. If you're in a bind this tax season, LifeLock can help. Our U.S.-based restoration specialists are experts dedicated to helping solve your identity theft issues. And all LifeLock plans are backed by the Million Dollar Protection Package. So we'll reimburse you up to the limits of your plan if you lose money due to identity theft. Help protect your information this tax season with LifeLock. Save up to 25% your first year at LifeLock.com aware. Welcome back. Frankie Boyer, Dan Bootner is with us, the founder of the of Blue Zones, an organization that helps Americans live longer, healthier, happier. And his groundbreaking work on longevity led to his 2005 National Geographic cover story, The Secrets of Long Life, and four national bestsellers, The Blue Zone Thrive, The Blue Zone Solution, and the number one New York Times bestseller, The Blue Zone Kitchen. And his new book is out just in time for everybody to grab. It's called The Blue Zone's American Kitchen, 100 Recipes to Live to 100. And and Dan, when we talk about the Blue Zones and the Centenarians and Loma Linda and um, Sardinia and Okinawa, if if I could tell everybody what their food pyramid looks like, can you share with us? Because they're using meat as a condiment in many instances, not as the main source. That's right. Yeah. So um, on the on the bottom, and the huge blocks as a foundation are going to be whole grains, tubers like sweet potatoes and even regular potatoes, greens, fruits, uh, seasonal fruit, and then beans. Beans are going to be the biggest block. And then on top, going to be tiny, tiny little blocks with um, uh, co- uh, sheep or goats dairy. No, no cows dairy in the blue zones. Um, no mozzarella and all that other kind of junky cheese. <laughs> a very little fish. There'll be a tiny fish. They'll maybe fish twice a week, tiny portions. Uh, meat, very little. Meat about five times per month. And, um, so they, you know, the average American consumes, without really even knowing it, by the way, about 24 teaspoons of, of sugar every day. You know, mostly in like insidious sources like ketchup and yogurts, which are full of sugar. In blue zones, they only consume about the equivalent of seven teaspoons of sugar every day. So about a quarter of the sugar that Americans do. And, um, it's, you know, traditionally it's crazy, speaking, isn't it? virtually no ultra-processed food, which seems to be really the big killer in, in our food system. Well, and and also when you know, I did I did segments. I have done segments through the years, and and it it would gross out Americans if they knew what they put in processed foods. I mean, it would gross you all out. They are allowed to use droppings from rodents. They're allowed to use mites. There a certain percentage they're allowed to use in these huge factories, and you're consuming yeah, that as and. Processed foods. There are over 2,000 chemicals approved by the FDA. Most of them have names you can't even pronounce. So how, how we can um, know the ramifications in, of them is beyond me. But, you know, mostly it's just the ultra-refined grains. You know, ever since the 
1970s with the farm bill that really incented growing corn, soybeans, wheat, and rice, which is, you know, the main, 90% of the crops in America, then you have these really cheap inputs, which, you know, food companies, big food use to make, you know, things like Doritos and, and candied cereal. And then also that these grains are used as cheap feed. So we pull our cows out of the grass pastures and put them on these filthy feed lots where they get fat, high in omega-6 fatty acids, which is inflammatory. And we don't realize that we're sort of like a frog in a, thrown in a pot of warm water with the temperature going up a degree every so often. And next thing you know, we're kind of boiling in this, this toxic food environment. And um, it's nobody's, you know, individual's fault, but... Uh, and our, our leaders don't seem to be, they don't seem to care, uh, well, you know. Yeah. So it really is up to us to take charge. It's really up to us. Away. And this this new book is absolutely, of course, National Geographic. The photographs are exquisite. Chapter 1, Indigenous, Native, and Early American. Chapter 2, African American. 3, Latin American. Asian American. Regional and Contemporary America. America. American. And the recipes, over 100 recipes with gorgeous, absolutely gorgeous photographs are in this book. And I mean, I'm telling you, I just encourage everybody to pick up this book because this is an opportunity for all of us to take back the control of our lives. Dan, you know and I know the truth about COVID and obesity. And that was not screamed from the mountaintops as it should be, in my opinion. Yeah, most people who died uh, were either old or, or they have a, they were obese and, or and suffering from a disease of obesity. So that standard you know, American diet. Yeah, go ahead. You know, in a few weeks, we're going to be making New Year's resolutions. About 80 million Americans will make resolu- resolution. And by January 19th, over half of will, will have already failed. This year, instead of the fad diet, grab a book like The Blue Zones American Kitchen. It could be any book, whole food, plant-based. Look through it with your family. Identify a dozen recipes that look good to you on the page. And then commit over the month, maybe it's on Sunday afternoons, to make those. And I guarantee you'll emerge from the month with a handful of recipes that A, you know how to make, and B, your family loves. And then my job is over. I don't have to convince you it's healthier, you'll live longer, it's good for the environment. Taste, if your family loves it, and it competes with less healthy foods, uh, you've already won the game. Uh, You know, you have a recipe so simple for this time of the year. A, a squash, a baked acorn squash with berries. What more could one say? Hazelnuts, blueberries, fresh cranberries. I mean, just gorgeous ingredients in this. What child wouldn't love it? It's so colorful and beautiful to eat. Who wouldn't love that on their plate? Secret is deliciousness. Yeah, so we went, probably found 300 recipes traveling across America that fit the Blue Zones diet, longevity diet. And uh, we just had a maniacal focus on deliciousness. And I made, I brought my 87-year-old dad who grew up on a farm, eat meat and potatoes his whole life. And he was 
the final taste tester, and if he gave it the thumbs down, it didn't make it into the book. So I figured he kind of represents middle America. And um, that's who I want, who I wrote the book for anyway. Uh, DanButer.com, the book is The Blue Zone American Kitchen, and I answer all questions on Instagram, at DanButer. Wonderful. Always a pleasure, Dan. Love talking to you. Thanks for listening. Make it a great day. And as always, smile. And if you smile through your fears and sorrow, smile. And maybe tomorrow you'll see that life is still worthwhile if you just smile. Smile. What if you could have a career where the opportunities are as vast as our nation, where it's not about mission statements, but a shared mission? At U.S. Customs and Border Protection, we go beyond to protect more than borders. From ship to shore, air to ground, cities to local communities, CBP agents and officers are keeping people safe. Join U.S. Customs and Border Protection and go beyond for something far greater than yourself. Learn more at cbp.gov careers. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.